0: Where my mom's? Where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a
1: long nap. Where my mom's? Where my mom's? Where my mom's at? Where my mom's at? Podcast with Christina P. <laughs> meow, meow, meow 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 meow. Thank you for downloading this episode and subscribing on iTunes and watching on YouTube and subscribing. All right, let's first things first, guys. Come see me do stand up. September 5th, Milwaukee, September 6th, Chicago, September 7th, Boston, October 3rd through 5th, Nashville, October 17th, November 22nd, Seattle, November 23rd, Portland, Oregon. All my dates are at Christina P online. Thank you. This episode of Where My Mom's At is brought to you by Roomkey. Did you know that most of the big travel sites are owned by two huge multinational companies? All of Roomkey's employees can fit into one hotel room. Roomkey took a hard look at the online hotel industry and they didn't like what they saw. Tricks, half-truths, and misleading information were making it harder than ever to know if you were picking the right hotel or getting a good deal. Roomkey has tools that make hotel search easy and gimmick-free. It's the only site that shows you a range of exclusive hotel loyalty rates so that you can get a better deal on your room and have a better stay. And when you're ready to book, Roomkey takes you to the hotel's website to book direct. I'm telling you, as a professional traveler, that is everything. I always go directly to the website. It makes it rebooking easier. Let's say, God forbid, something falls out. Anyway, it's the best way to secure your room, your rate, and loyalty points without the worry of lost reservations. Hotel search without the gimmicks, hotel booking without the runaround. That's how Roomkey makes travel work for you. Head to RoomKey.com slash WMA today to book your next trip. That's RoomKey.com slash W M M A. Thank you, RoomKey. I have to say, I'm I'm so excited to have this person on my show, I know because I'm such a huge fan. Uh, please welcome
0: Katie Morton to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. That's the best intro of any podcast, by the way. Right? Cleaning shits. I, the light, the <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Thank you. I've been getting so
1: many compliments on it, and uh, it was Nadav. His friends did. Oh, magic! Yeah, the one and only Jordan Baum. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jordan Baum. Is his last name? Yeah, he's Jewish too. Like B A U M. Yeah. Not B O M B. That's what I was gonna say. He's Baum. Yeah. <laughs> <Dope>. <laughs> um, but with me. So you you, you are, um, a lycist. An LMFT, yeah, licensed marriage and family therapist. Therapist, you are an author of the book *Are You Okay*, which I have on my desk next to me, which I have downloaded, which I've I've read, and I've been a fan of you on on YouTube. I I fell down the Katie Morton rabbit hole like a year ago. Oh, re- how would you find me, man? I, you know I'm always because googling. Googling, googling shit. Yeah, yeah. trauma. Uh, postpartum depression, oh, yeah. I anxiety. Got, I got all that. Cool mom. <laughs> Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I'm curious, Cosby. <laughs> so um, I fell down your, because your, you have on your YouTube channel, you have a wealth of knowledge for people. Anything. You've done a video on anything and everything.
0: I mean, it feels like that. I remember when I first started, so I've been on YouTube for eight years. And when I first started, I was like, I'm going to run out of shit to talk about. Nerd. <laughs> 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 Flash forward eight years later, I'm still like, oh my God, I haven't believed I, you know, I haven't talked about that yet. Wow. So yeah. there's always stuff to talk eight about. Eight years ago. You were like one of the pioneers of the YouTube world. Yeah, I was a weirdo. It's you're- funny at the time, especially as a therapist on YouTube. YouTube at the time was like cat videos, makeup, <laughs> comedy. And then yeah. there was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're delightful. And and what I
1: love so much about you, like you said, especially being a therapist, because you're a therapist, and usually that's a very buttoned up world. Um, they don't really it's not accessible
0: to people yeah, it feels like it needs to be stuffy or hidden behind walls nobody really talks about what it is or h- what we're like and I think right. people expect <laughs> us to be a certain type of person but we're still just people so everybody's different a hundred percent
1: like my therapist we do the very very tabula rasa sort of I don't I know her but I mm-hmm. don't know her don't and know you're details. supposed to
0: it's supposed to be oh, that way okay, okay she's good that's she's by great. design she's good she's good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay, sure. I was wasn't sure, uh, <laughs> but uh, but you break it down for people, which I love. You break down how like what the different types of therapists are. What is a diagnosis? You're, you always have a, what's the, called the DSM book, which is mm-hmm. the book of the big book of diagnoses, and you go through the criterion for certain disorders and what is a disorder and what is what is that. So uh, you know, I have a lot of people emailing me, and they're like, Christina, I feel like your show is my therapy. To which I say, thank you so much but I hope not because <laughs> I am by no means qualified. Katie Morton is very qualified. Um, Dr. Drew Pinsky is very qualified. And I consider myself a gateway, a portal, and then I push them to Drew and to you. Yeah,
0: but honest conversations. Yes. People need to have those and then it can feel so validating because you're like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. Or just a little bit and it's like normal. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all a little bit crazy.
1: Yeah, and you, like what you just
0: said, because therapists are just people too. Mm-hmm. I'm in therapy. Right, so let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I've been in therapy off and on since I was like 15 years old, Mm -hmm. because at the time, this sounds really weird, and God bless my mom, but like all my parents, or all my friends' parents were getting divorced, And my mom and my dad were like having their own kind of issues. They didn't end up getting divorced, but they were just like fighting a little bit more. My brother and I were teenagers, like bless their hearts. Oh my Mm. God, teenagers are the worst. Yeah. But my mom was like, we should go to somebody and talk about that. People have been talking about therapy. So like, let's start family therapy. Wow. And not
1: forward thinking of your mom. I know. Because that generation no, not like... We are we are the therapy generation. Yeah,
0: the others are like just stuff it down until it <laughs> explodes. <laughs>
1: just drink a lot and hit your kids. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
0: spank them. They're bad. Yeah, yeah. The wooden, <laughs> I call us the wooden spoon yes. generation.
1: How did it? Yes, I was just talking about that. The, it's in Hungarian. It's called the falconal
0: oh and, yes and, I saw the clip because I yeah. got beat with a wooden spoon oh I miss yeah hers. but my dad is funny my dad as a kid had to pick his own switch like go out <gasps> in the I grew up in the country oh. so like you had a lot of property to roam around and try to find a stick you know
1: I hear that a lot and there's something particularly <laughs> evil
0: like you oh. get to pick your own mm-hmm. weapon mm-hmm. that's going to be used against you yeah like, what kind of mind fuckery <laughs> is that
1: so evil what is that that's extra sociopathic right? uh, yeah it's very extra strange. extra what is it when you hurt other people masochistic
0: yeah or, s- or like sadistic? yeah sadistic sadistic Ugh.
1: yeah so so do there are therapists required to be in therapy themselves they should be but no
0: Okay. We I it depends on the only time I was ever required, which it wasn't even required, it was recommended strongly, mm-hmm. is when I was in graduate school getting my hours. So the way that it works to become a therapist is you go to graduate school for two two years after undergrad and then you gain you, you major in psychology, I'm yes. assuming they your bachelor's You can major in psychology or sociology. I think those are the only two. Okay. And then um go to two years of graduate school and then you gain three thousand hours in the state of California before you can become licensed so it's like potentially working for nothing I worked for five years I think and I was also like a sales rep and a waitress and like like being a comedian (laughs) yeah you're like I do all these things until (laughs) I can do the thing I want to do yeah and even then you're like I don't really get paid that much um surprise surprise yeah but during um during that time like then you, what was I getting at now? I totally lost my train of thought. Your
1: qualifications. Oh, and then I asked you if everybody's supposed to have therapy. Oh, to see a therapist. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, When you are in an internship gaining those hours, some of those places require or recommend that you're in therapy too. But I was already in therapy.
1: Well, because what's that? Is that called transfer? Is that what a transference or projection when you? Transference. Yeah, Yeah, it can happen. When you're you're kind of putting your own stuff onto the That'd patient. be counter transfer, counter transfer. Mm-hmm. You were so in there. You're right. <sighs> yep, you know it all. <clears throat> philosophy. What am I so. even here for? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just like to guess. I'm gonna say a bunch of fancy words, and then you like. You were right mm-hmm. in it though. You knew what it was. <laughs> I knew, I, okay. Okay. So, uh, so okay. I'm, what I mean is, how do you not like? What if you get a patient who reminds you of that childhood person that you just you hate
0: you refer them out (laughs) you're
1: like i can't do this well unless you can
0: i mean you should keep your shit under control that's why i'm in therapy (laughs) yeah because that wouldn't be like my knee-jerk reaction and honestly i've never had that happen i have had people poke my buttons in certain ways where i'm like Ooh. ooh, like i didn't like that you're getting aggressive or you're being passive aggressive and that's not healthy you know but I'm like, ooh, that stirred something in me. So then I bring that up in my therapy where I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. a patient did this and and I found myself getting really frustrated or pissed off or whatever. And then she's like, okay, let's unpack that. Like, where do you think that's from? And like, when did that happen to you last? And da 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 you know?
1: Right, you go down there. And if
0: I can feel okay about it and be like, because I know it's my shit. So if I'm like, okay, mm, okay, I'm going to do this and then I can feel okay about it, then it's fine. I can keep seeing them. But if I can't get past that and then I'm not, I'm not really therapist me, I'm kind of like, Katie being bullied Mm -hmm. puffer chesting me then I have to refer them out because then it's not good I'm not doing my job for
1: anybody no which brings me to these questions which I get a lot a lot a lot and why you're here I get asked all the time how do I find a therapist Mm -hmm. what kind of therapist do I see and how do I know if my therapist is a good match for me
0: it's actually a lot easier than we think so the way to find a therapist google right psychology today people post things mm-hmm. psychology
1: um, that's a, sorry that's an, a website or the the print it's magazine, a website and the print oh, okay. yeah
0: but um and i think in the back of the print they still have the list that's a old school that's real old. but i mean you can do that
1: <laughs> it's like the yellow pages i just got the yellow pages the other oh my day. god why do they still
0: send I don't that no aren't we going green I and shit? Know, i, I know. guess when it's yellow it doesn't matter like, i'm i don't know a
1: bunch of old people like i gotta find a gardener right
0: like, who's in the yellow pages i don't know dude Ugh. so anyway, so um, okay so you you just let's uh, wait google mm-hmm. oh, yeah wow. but word of mouth is best so like if you're like hey I, I saw somebody i really liked or my friend saw someone that really helped them with let's say postpartum depression or anxiety then check that person out yeah. because people that you like in your life often are very similar yes so that's a good way to start and then go to their website almost every therapist if they're decent and like kind of with it should have some kind of website and then you can (laughs) like read because usually they write their own text they don't like have a a person that does that for them so you can get a feel for who they are you can see the photo you can read about their credentials you know you can get like a gist so that's like you know kind of the way that you find someone or go through insurance or go through insurance Mm -hmm. now a lot
1: of people complain about the cost of therapy um to, uh, w- to which I respond, i find a sliding scale therapist, right? Yes, you can ask for They have those everywhere, more or
0: less? Yes. Um. I, when
1: I started therapy, I paid $20 an hour to oh, see my shrink. Oh, I
0: paid nothing. Really? My school offered it for free. <gasps> so back in the day, I don't know what my mom paid, but I think we had a copay of like 30 bucks. And then in college, all through graduate school, I paid nothing for six wow. years. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It was amazing.
1: And was it somebody who was getting
0: their hours? No. The, oh. the second... Mm, the second person was, I think, finishing up their hours. But the first, Rebecca, my favorite therapist I saw for like two years, she was uh, actually a licensed psychologist. Oh. So she was even arguably more expensive potentially if we were like an outpatient, just, you know, doing our thing.
1: So let's talk about that. Oh, what, yeah, yeah. What are the differences? What is a psychologist? What are you? <laughs> like, what are all these freaking Because I think that's really daunting to somebody.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. Well, there's a lot of, there's always, every job has its acronyms and different like shorthand that they use. And we have so many letters like LMFT, LCSW, yeah. LPCC. And people yeah. are like, what the fuck does that mean? No, dude. They'll all work for you. Okay. Psychologist, therapist, counselor, any number of those letters are fine. The real difference is that a psychiatrist is a medical doctor. So we're moving out of like a, a therapist, counselor, psychologist into medical doctor realm. So that's someone that can actually prescribe medication nobody under like I can't prescribe medication. Right. So that's the main differentiation. But then when it goes to like a psychologist, a lot of psychologists can do a lot of testing. So like if your child, you think your child is ADHD or is on the spectrum or you're concerned, a lot of psychologists specialize in like testing. So stuff. you should
1: go to a psychologist for right, okay. yes. evaluation yeah. of disorders or a or lot of yeah, things. It's like,
0: they call it testing and assessment. Okay. Um, and then there's also like uh, people within schools that can do that stuff for you too. So it's not just psychologists, but that just tends to be their specialties. Um, and then therapists, social workers, counselors, pretty much do the same thing. Okay. I'd like to pretend oh we're so u- unique and do different. We really don't.
1: <laughs> You're all the same. And what what's that called? Um, so there's like a type of therapy that's, sh- I'm sorry. Why can't I think of it now? Behavioral, cognitive behavioral, uh-huh. CBT. Mm-hmm. So what's that?
0: That is like your. Um, beliefs and thoughts and actions like you get in this cycle where like oh I have this thought about something yeah I don't have any facts to support it just a bullshit thought yeah I'm like that is true because I have this thought all the time then that thought becomes a belief right this is true this is this is who I am oh my god I'm such a bad person and then we have behaviors out of that oh and then we go around which is around.
1: insidious because the behaviors match a false premise and now exactly. you're making bad decisions mm-hmm. for a long time
0: potentially yeah because it's always about the yeah. stories we tell about ourselves oh. right to ourselves because oh. like i'm i'm lazy i'm ugly i'm fat yes. i'm stupid i'm a yeah. bad mom i'm a good yeah. mom i'm yeah i'm I'm, sh- I'm bad at my job i'm good at my job like it's yeah. all about those stories well for the longest time i thought
1: i'm not athletic that's for somebody else mm-hmm. i'm not athletic because my mother would tell me so she'd tell me oh you're not athletic you're not doing and I just did. Uh, now I do Pilates twice a week. Mm-hmm. Look at you! I swim. So I f- athletic. I do stuff. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I'm a freaking <laughs> athlete. I'm gonna go to the Olympics next year. <laughs> but like, uh, but those are false beliefs that yep. I, that that one holds, um, and then it can c- can really undermine your life and how far you go in life and what yeah. you do and who you marry and. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Oh, what about couples
0: counseling when should somebody get into couples like counseling? now like yeah. yesterday yeah that's the thing because <laughs> i feel like people are always like oh do you see couples and i'm like not if i can help it yeah because i really don't like it why they they come way too late like ah. it's like they should have been here like five years ago so
1: when's when should they the bickersons when
0: it's bicker mm-hmm. bicker city or when you start to if you're not a bicker yeah. if you start to resent if you start to be like Ugh, mm. they're doing that thing again like Ugh. you know or if they like touch you and you like recoil just a little <laughs> bit because <laughs> we've all done stuff like yeah that. you should talk to somebody about that because yeah. that means something else is going on yes no sex too isn't yes, that a big indicator like yeah the biggest breakups of marriages are like sex and money yeah isn't that fascinating mm-hmm. having and different... then kids parenting oh, 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 oh. well we're, we're gonna we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna Ooh. get to what well, yeah i money. don't know if i silence my phone I am such. I know it's like, know. It's like I've never done this before oh so it's already done
1: it's okay good it's, You're just, so it's just my OCD I'm good sorry <laughs> OCDs I've had those too yeah so let's let me before we go okay so how do you know how do you find the therapist google that's how you find your Mm -hmm. therapist what kind of therapist she says it doesn't matter they're pretty much all same shit different toilet to quote you pretty much that's almost exactly word for word
0: (laughs) (laughs) although if you have a certain issue like if it's trauma Uh uh-huh or if you think you might have borderline personality disorder or if it's just anxiety like it's fine to ask what their specialties are okay and so that's where i would just ask like so what do you specialize in and if they're like oh i specialize in and they name more than five things hang up the phone got gotcha. you there's no way that we can do that no that's too much no too so much. just like yeah if it's anxiety it's cbt if it's borderline it's dbt dialectical behavior therapy um and then otherwise just talk therapy a trauma specialist things like that so that's really it
1: and what i get a lot of emails from hold on we're gonna mm-hmm. don't do not Sorry, fucking no, let me find to like, that no that's good i get a lot of emails because i my parent my mother was a borderline mm-hmm. and my dad was an alcoholic mm-hmm. a lot of um questions of my parent was XYZ cray 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 yeah how do I raise my kids so that they're not they're not gonna have the same issues or whatever how can I be a good parent when I didn't learn how yeah, to be a? Good there was parent. no
0: example I think part of it is just talking to other parents mm. and don't try to overcompensate a lot of oh, parents I do, do that. that yeah because we're like oh they were horrible so I'm gonna be super super nice and like always forgiving and you know yes we still have to discipline our children yeah. But I think it's like you can read books, you can educate yourself and you can have people around you that are doing the same thing. So you can be like, oh, I tried. I don't know. I tried disciplining this way, putting them in a corner and it worked. But <laughs> when I tried to discipline with spank him on the ass, it didn't work so much because then they escalate. You yeah. Know? So I think it's just like talking it out with friends, getting different ideas to, to do it. And unless your friends suck, too. Well, yeah. But I mean, hopefully your, your friends don't, you know yeah, and then you, maybe get new friends. get new
1: friends. <laughs> find <laughs> healthy examples. I would say,, yeah. that's what I try to do is And also you're right, I overcorrected. I have a three year old and a one year old, mm-hmm. and at first I was like, oh, everything's great. I'm going to discipline, and now I'm like, all right, I gotta fucking discipline. Well, I three. Done. I, got, I, I got, mean, got. oh, it's that's all testing all day, bro. Mm-hmm. I just beat the shit out. of <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my kid. I do not never, never. I get I get emails from people that are like, oh. spanked. I'm like, what What are you doing? No, like, you, yeah, that shit's not
0: cool anymore, right? Well, are we done with that? Spanking? We should be done with that, because I think that I mean, there there are like there are ways that you can teach. We know basic learning principles through psychology and research is that if you take things away from them or you explain things to them, that's best. And timeouts are terrible for children. They hate those. Right, right, but it's effective. It's effective is what I'm saying. Like they hate it and we don't have to do anything. You're just like, sit there and don't touch anything for (laughs) five minutes (laughs) and they're like, (gasps) might as well be a month. Yeah, yeah, so like it works. And you don't even have to touch them. Just talk to them and communicate with children. Just the way you'd want to be communicated with. They actually understand a lot more than we give them credit for. You don't have to be like, So when you <laughs> did the thing, you can just be like, Hey, <laughs> you know, you you stole that toy from your brother, and you know you're not supposed to do that. So yeah. you're going to have to sit over here for five minutes and think about it. Yeah. Because you should share. You sharing's should, important. Sharing's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And they're like, so, They get it. They're get like, it. Yeah. Walk over. Feel yeah. sad. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's the problem we got in our house. Two little boys, one oh, takes yeah. a toy. The older one takes from there. Oh god, it's exhausting. So (laughs) let's get to this.
0: How do you know you've got a good therapist? How do you know you have a good match? You feel connected to them, like they're on your side, they're on your team, like rooting for you. You they pay attention. Mm. I know that's so simple, but some people I've heard some horror stories. (laughs) People are like, my therapist fell asleep, and I'm like, get out. No Yes. Isn't or like forgot their name? No. Don't go back. Uh, Don't go back. Like, that we have one job listen. Yeah. Period. Like, really? So, and take notes. It's not that hard. I take notes all the time. So, yeah. Make sure they remember all the important details, like who your spouse is, what your name is, how many children you have. It's yeah. really simple stuff. Yeah. And then they listen. You feel like they're on your side. You're working towards goals. You should be working oh, towards something. Are you?
1: Because I don't think my therapist ever told me the goals. They know the goals.
0: I usually do because I think it's like we're together in it. Uh-huh. But I know that not everybody does.
1: No, not in the beginning. Now she tells me the goals.
0: Yeah. yeah. But everybody's different. Some people are like, oh, I just like to talk it out and vent. And I'm like, that's fine too. But if you're working towards something, you should feel like you're working towards it. Mm-hmm. And then there should be like, you know, basic checkups. Like, hey, how, how do you feel like you're doing? Do you want to take a break? Are we doing well? Do you want more sessions? You know, like general conversations about the progress. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. because therapy is not supposed to last forever. I think oh. a lot of people think, oh, once I get in, can't get out. Oh, I like to go. I want it to no, last. No, that's, that's <laughs> good though. I mean, I've been going off since <laughs> I was 15, so yeah. like I'm 35, like yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, But the goal of therapy is honestly be like, fly little bird, yes. you're doing well, out yes. you go. Yes, Come I'm back if you back. need, but I think you're good. You now,
1: know? how did somebody know? I mean, that's why I love your book, Are You Okay? Um, by the way, I don't get any kickbacks from Kate <laughs> this. Literally, came, if I had it to give,
0: I would. Yeah,
1: I'm just <laughs> such a, I'm such a fan of her. And I read this book when I was on a trip. I think I was in D.C. And I was like, I came home and I immediately I was like, I have to reach out to her because you know we're on the internet together or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Read it to get a, an understanding of what you kind of sh- not. I hate the word should, but what what mental health looks and feels like and what yeah. it feels like to be out of balance um totally a, lot, a lot of, of th- times
0: we don't know when to go to therapy when no. should i see a therapist people don't know what questions to ask because you don't know where to start yeah. so that's essentially what the book is it's just like how do you even know what you don't know yeah um because you, you think you're, you're normal well yeah and a lot of people don't talk about it either like yeah. go to a therapist well that could mean a counselor a psychiatrist i call it like what do you mean yeah you know there's just so many things to that i assume people know but they don't a hundred percent yeah
1: yeah, because I didn't know I was um, in need of therapy <laughs> until I was like, uh, "Gosh, I'm anxious a lot. Uh, I'm not sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, every time my mother would call me, I would just cry. Like oh. I'd hang up the phone and just like, oh, like shaking and crying. <laughs> and uh, I was gonna get married to my husband at the, you know, 2008, and uh, I was like, I don't, I don't think I want my mom at the wedding. I don't know oh, something's yeah. wrong with mom, and I didn't know she was you know borderline i didn't know until i until i got into therapy and then all of a sudden my world changed
0: because mm-hmm. perception right because you're like oh yes. like you see it through a whole other lens yeah. you're like oh my god
1: yeah because it's like you're living in the matrix and yeah, and yeah. it's true or, or the upside I, I like the upside, the upside down. down yeah you grow up in the upside down and you think that it's normal to especially if you have an alcoholic parent you keep secrets the world is you know it's different it's different Mm -hmm. anyways um it's good to know that you're a not alone and b that you don't have to suffer and i think the two things i get the most from people is i i have anxiety and i have depression
0: those are the most common mental illnesses worldwide anxiety is the most common what is
1: it what is anxiety
0: it can present a lot of ways anxiety is and honestly anxiety and depression are cousins okay so like they hang out a lot and they drive you crazy literally and sometimes one will happen when the other's not and then they'll swap, swap and then yes. they happen at the same and then when they happen at the same time it's like the perfect storm in the worst way we are like i'm sad and frustrated and angry but i'm also super anxious and i have a lot of energy yeah and that's really dangerous because that's yeah. when like people could try to, k- to kill themselves things like oh that, is that or why? hurt other people mm-hmm. oh dear yeah. but you know those are that's just how we feel. That doesn't mean we're going to do anything, but that means that can bring us to that point where we're like, is my life worth living? Ooh. I don't know. This person really pisses me off. Like, you just feel <laughs> so scattered and not yourself.
1: Jesus. And you take those calls.
0: I do. Gladly. I'd be like, I don't know. You're stressing me out. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. Um, okay. Oh, so- but anxiety. Sorry. I yes, didn't even yes, answer your question. Yes, anxiety and depression. So, okay. anxiety is when we have a lot of worry. And we can't control the worry.
1: Oh, God. So it's like you
0: worry about everything and anything. Excuse me. And um, you just have no way to deal with it. And then depression and anxiety can have panic attacks, but that's panic disorder. That's like one of the anxiety disorders. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like generalized anxiety disorder, which is like what anxiety, basic anxiety. Um, No matter how much you try to control it, it doesn't get better. Then depression, on the other hand, is like you don't enjoy the things you used to. You don't have the energy you used to. You have had fluctuations in sleep, appetite. And you just feel overall just shitty. Mm. And that has to last for most days for at least two weeks. When you say that has to last, <coughs> you mean to be diagnosed <laughs> as depressed, right? Yeah, or as having major depressive disorder.
1: A disorder. Mm-hmm. That DSM book we were talking yes. about earlier to get a diagnosis mm-hmm. or whatever. What about getting meds? So how does somebody, let's say they're, they're so anxious, they can't go on, they're so depressed. Um, would you recommend people see a psychiatrist?
0: Yeah, a psychiatrist over your primary care doctor correct mm. oh 100
1: percent. because, oh, 100% over because the, they don't yeah.
0: they just see so many people and i'm not saying that they don't know because they are a doctor but they don't specialize like again if, if we're right. wanting psychotropic medication which which is what we call like antidepressants and stuff like that you want to see a psychiatrist right and so um i think the like the way to know if you need medication is if you don't have the wherewithal to even try in therapy you're like i'm too anxious to even try to find a oh, therapist yeah. i'm too depressed to get out of my house like what am i gonna do Oof. Medication can be, I call it like a life raft, like gets you just above the water enough so that you can do other things. Um, I don't think people should only take medication because yeah. it doesn't fix the problem. That's like saying like, oh, I have pneumonia, I'm just gonna take a cough drop. Right. And you're like, dude, like, okay, it made a little better, but you're still really sick. Like yeah. you're not fixing it. Yeah, the underlying issue We're issues. still in the upside down.
1: Yeah, you're still you're still thinking, you're, your thinking is still skewed. Exactly. You have to get that corrected. Oh man. so. One of the biggest things I get asked is postpartum depression mm-hmm. and I feel cuz I I had it too I had it twice once with my first kid and with my second baby and now I'm just kind of coming out of it, the fog of it um and what really w- was curious to me is that the the term postpartum depression you're like what what do I like? yeah depress I'm always fucking depressed I'm a comedian <laughs> so what's the difference between and it's really more like postpartum
0: anxiousness. It could be postpartum yeah, OCD. Yeah, it's, it's like, postpartum mental illness. Like you uh-huh. have something that comes on along because the hormone shift is brutal. Yes. Not to mention the body shift. Like think about all the stuff that happens. You're sleep deprived. Yeah. You. That's enough to make you, that's how they torture prisoners. It, totally. Literally. And you've had like a intense medical procedure I'm yes. just calling birth a medical procedure because it feels like that like all my friends like are have stitches or yeah. you know c-section or if they had to like stitch you up because they had to cut 100% you know um all cut that stuff yeah exactly I was like do yeah. I say taint because it's yeah, really what it is
1: taint. Yeah. <laughs> I have mine twice cut
0: it's Go. horrible and my friends I feel like they come back from battle <laughs> oh like, yeah girl they like barely get around yeah, I'm like don't worse. worry I'll bring the lunch you just you just sit there <laughs> and do horrible. the thing <laughs> Because it's, it's bad. horrible.
1: It's but the neat part is that this sweet little nurse uh, washed my
0: cooch for me. The same they, do. Time. they do. Yeah, which was neat. I <laughs> in the toilet and she
1: lies I so lovingly. And I
0: was they like, got to take care great. of you. That's, you know, got to you know. heal. Got to heal. So, so postpartum so yes. can happen within a first, the first year. So people think, uh-huh. oh, if I don't have it right away, I'm in the free and clear. You have a whole year after giving birth. That's what Alyssa Milano
1: said, that it happened a year after. Mm-hmm. So like, she was within that time range, and the doctor was like, no, you just need to take a walk. That <laughs> doctor needs to go back to school. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> like, that
0: just makes it feel more invalidated. It makes yes. you feel like shit.
1: Yes, yeah. so there's that. And then there's also, we have people writing in about miscarriages. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of women, we had this woman last week who she said, I, I had a miscarriage, and now um, I'm so afraid of getting, a pr- of getting pregnant again. Yeah, of course. the, the trauma, right? That, and the, the grief. Is that what it is? Like unresolved trauma after you've had a miscarriage and you're pregnant again and you're just afraid of losing
0: that yeah, life I, again? Yeah, there's right? a lot to yeah. miscarriages. I think, especially because we're having children older and older, mm. we're at higher risk for having miscarriages. It's not to say that like younger people don't have it because that's not what I'm saying. But just our lifestyles are different. And we're not putting children, we're not having children like 19 years old. Right. So your your eggs do get old. Shit gets old. I know. I mean, it's all getting old. Tick, 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 (laughs) you know. But I think the the thing that people don't talk about enough is like, it's not, it's, you have a dream. As soon as you get pregnant, women, women create a dream of like what it's going to be like, especially if you're trying, right? Okay. Miscarriage when maybe it was an accident might have a different, like you might not have this dream right away. It might be like, oh my God, that happened. Um, But you start this dream. Then there's the loss of the dream, which is like part of the grief. Yeah, a lot of my friends who've had miscarriages still tell me how old that child would have been. Oh, which is like really? Oh yeah.
1: wow, wow. So that could be like a later miscarriage, which is
0: horrendous. Mm-hmm. To yeah, know. it's just it's hard. And I think there's that. Then there's like the did I do something wrong? Am I, I had that.
1: Yeah, like what did I do? I one time I ate uh, sushi. Yeah, and I I didn't even know I was pregnant. I or had like a maybe I went for a
0: run, or I yeah. had that I had that, <laughs> that that tequila sunrise yeah. when I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah, six weeks. Yeah, we blame ourselves yeah. when sometimes it just. It's just the body's way of dealing. Well, nature's not, nature's a savage. It, right? She doesn't right. care. No, she she's like sure it's healthy. Didn't get the hormones up right away. This isn't going to work. Drop this one. Yeah. And it's like legitimately how our body works, but our brain takes a while to catch up. Yeah. And so there's the I did something wrong. Um, I'm being punished. Oh, well, I
1: got that one too. Yeah, I am probably shouldn't. I'm not meant to be a mom. Yes. We make all my these assumptions. Crazy, and that's a false belief. Mm-hmm. Right? All these stories. Yeah, the stories that you tell yourself yeah. that are wrong. Yeah.
0: And so miscarriages, I think talking to someone about it there are uh, therapists who specialize in like uh, patients going through ivf like if you're having fertility yeah, there are fertility especially in la i mean we have if you're in a city you have so many more options Um, but there are fertility specialists in therapy and doctors who do ivf will have those names and numbers so you just call uh, them
1: god damn because that's true too going just trying to get pregnant is a whole roller coaster
0: of emotions Um, Mm -hmm. nobody tells you that no and like the and then making sex a chore instead of an enjoyment we're like hey i'm yeah. ovulating like tiktok let's get this going <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yes and mm-hmm. then after you have the baby you don't feel like effing well no and you can't husband. for at least 6 weeks right 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 and but sometimes then, it never comes honest. back around that's true so then there's that issue mm-hmm. and then the marriage how do you deal with mm-hmm. having a husband and the kids and it's so and much. everybody
0: wanting a part of you and doing something like Ugh. nothing was truer so one of my close friends from back home she has two children at the time she was pregnant with her second and her first was i think two and a half and she was like climbing on her and um she was like mommy just doesn't want to be touched right now (laughs) and i was like never have truer words been spoken." just don't touch (laughs) and she was saying after breastfeeding and then having the toddler like it was even worse and she didn't want her husband to touch her you know it's 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 real i don't want people touching me all the time yeah it's
1: normal yeah well and i think too a lot of the reason i do this excuse me, podcast is um, so that women don't feel so guilty about ambivalence, which is a word I learned in therapy. (laughs) Would you like to define that? Because I think I know what it means, but you're a therapist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a linguist, but I'll do my best. Ambivalence is like neither good nor bad. You're just like me. Yeah. It's kind of that feeling, which is kind of part of depression a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We call it anhedonia. Oh, yeah, when it's like you just don't enjoy things. You're like. Yeah, everybody's going on this trip, and you're like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> but I could it, go, but.
1: Meh. 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 Right. But, but um, ambivalence, um, but what's it called when you have con- conflicting emotions? Like, for instance, Like I cognitive lo- dissonance? Uh, well, um, no, mm-hmm. okay, for instance, I love stand up comedy. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, there are parts of it that are fucking terrible. I have to travel. I, you know, I don't have to, I get I have to away from my family. Sometimes I'm eating, you know, nuggets for dinner. <laughs> of course. But I love it. So there's two contradictory feelings at the same time. It's I mean, so I call it.
0: There might be another word, but cognitive dissonance. Well, I guess it's not quite that because cognitive Cause you still dissonance. Love it. Yeah, but cognitive dissonance is when like something that's happening goes against what you really think you are, and you're like, wait, these don't oh. work. So I guess it's not that. It's hmm. just like conflicting yeah. beliefs and thoughts about yourself or your situation,
1: right? And I think a lot of motherhood is in that. Sometimes in that gray zone. Mm-hmm. Um, not all the time, obviously. Like. I, I, lo- I it's like 51 percent awesome is the <laughs> is so someone said to me a while back and i'm like yeah that's so freaking true because you love you're obviously like you love your children you you love what you're- i had two i went back for seconds clearly i enjoy <laughs> it like um, but then it's not every day is amazing. Um, there are times when you don't want to do the duties that you have to do, but and but you course. fucking do them anyways. Because well, you have to. Yeah, because you have to. But I think accepting that part that it's not all wine and roses, and it's not this like, the it's not this 1950s vision that they sold us. Yeah, I think it's
0: expectation versus reality. There you go. Because it's like we're assuming, yeah. because our generation still we were raised like women do the laundry and yeah. make the dinner and do all these things. We love having kids and we have kids right away. And it's yeah. amazing yeah. <laughs> because we were raised by those people right. and our grandparents were really those people. Yeah. So like the trickle down of that. And now we fought to be like, but we want everything that the men have and we want it all, but we haven't let go of all the other shit that we were supposed to do. So it's like, there you go. how do we survive when we're supposed to like do the dishes? Do the laundry, make the food, get the food, be the major purchaser for the home. Also have sex with our husband sometimes if we can really deal with it. Also have kids and like deal with that. And then I know some of us are primary breadwinners also. Right. It's like, when do we sleep? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's the answer, Katie? (laughs) You have to have division of duties because it's not all on us. And that doesn't make you a bad wife or a bad mom. Say more. Division of duties. So like you cook one meal he cooks the next meal wow. whoever cooks doesn't do the dishes or you get up and get the kids ready one day he does the next day or you know you pick and choose your days and weeks if you're out of town obviously he's going to do it but then swip swap or outsource some shit that's my favorite is out. that's my favorite <laughs> how did you know i'm like can you deliver that to my house perfect in the next three hours golden i will pay extra for that
1: oh, fucking hundred percent i had we had this lovely woman that sent a video and she goes I asked for mom hacks, and she goes, my greatest mom hack is that I pay someone else to clean my house once yes. a month, and I feel so guilty, and I
0: thought, don't feel guilty, stop, no. you don't have to And why is it our responsibility? Right. You all fuck up the house. Right. We all have to, you know, so right. house, housekeeper, we have one every two weeks, and it was the best thing I've ever Man, done for I'm myself. I'm telling you. And I did yeah. have guilt. Yeah, in the beginning. I did yeah. too. Yeah. I so did So I was like, oh, I could have done this, or like if I'm doing work, I'm like, I could be scrubbing the toilet. Damn.
1: Like, yeah. what the? F- Outsource Mm. i don't go to the
0: grocery store unless instacart it's a fu- praise jesus for all instacart. day every day girl <laughs> all day er, day. yep and i Hell order from yeah. jet or target delivered right to my door toilet paper jet. paper towel. what's jet oh, jet <laughs> jet.com <laughs> sounds they should be paying me for this i
1: know well i do amazon i mean i got oh, amazon boxes all day ding dong ding mm-hmm. dong they know me by name Those, same the white van that you <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's They're like Amazon them. again yeah, yeah, for the third time today. All day, yep. bitch. Um, yeah, outsources. Now, this but Jets like Target, just so you know. It's the same. Okay. But, they have different items. Sometimes I can't find what I want on Target and okay. Jet will have it.
1: Okay. Like Jet, like their airplane? Yep. J- J-E-T. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's take a minute here to thank our sponsors michelin moms and dads we've all been there you're driving down the road your kids are napping in the back seat you're thinking about what to make for dinner when suddenly another car swerves in front of you you slam on your brakes and for a split second you're terrified if you'll stop in time you want tires that perform well with every stop and that's where michelin comes in because stopping safely consistently matters the average family will stop and often emergency stop, some 20,000 times per year. Michelin, unlike other brands, builds their tires to perform every time across every diaper run, pickup, drop off and road trip. When Warren Michelin Premier all season tires come to a complete stop, some other Warren tires are still traveling over 15 miles per hour. Michelin is the world's leading tire manufacturer. They are dedicated to enabling mobility and safety for all parents driving around with their loved ones in the back seat. Michelin has a rich 125 year global history and an unwavering dedication to provide products and services that make driving around with your families safer, more efficient, and eco friendly. So next time when you're looking for new tires for the family car, consider Michelin Premier all season tires. Michelin performance every time. Thank you, Michelin. All right. This episode is also brought to you by The Real Real. Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with the Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers. I love the Real Real. I went there the other day to look for a handbag because let me tell you, they got the Louis Vuitton, they got the Gucci, they got the Rolex, the Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. That's bananas, 90%. Why, why are you paying full price for this stuff, man? New arrivals come in daily and every single item is authenticated by the RealReal's team of experts. In fact, the Real Real employs over 100 brand authenticators, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% authentic. Shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Shop online or visit one of their original stores in Soho or West Hollywood or their newest location at 870 Madison Avenue in New York. You may also visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. In-store, new customers receive an automatic $25 off at Check out. I love the Real Real. I can't recommend it enough. There's no reason to be paying full price for these name brands. I just love it. You can shop in store online or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. That's therealreal.com, promo code REAL for 20% off select items. Thank you, Real Real. All right, this episode of Where My Mom's At is brought to you in part by PACT. You know, when your kids put you in the hot seat, peppering you with questions, what are cars made of? What is the sky made of? What are my clothes made of? PACT, an eco-friendly clothing company, wants to make sure you at least have a good answer to the last one. No gross stuff, just 100% organic cotton. I love this company. I love PACT. I swear to you, I was looking for just regular 100% organic cotton clothing for my kiddos because... That's all I want. Just give me the good stuff. Give it to me, natural, nice, soft things. And I love Pact because they make these super soft organic cotton clothing for kids uh, ages newborn to 12. And they do all the worrying for you from farm to closet so you don't have to. They grow 100% organic cotton with no synthetic fertilizers or chemicals. And the best part is what I like is that they invest in the people who make the clothes, starting with the farmers. So care is imbued in their product the moment it's plucked from the earth till it hits your kid's skin. You know what they don't do? Mark their products up just because they're organic. Get this moms and dads, everything is fairly priced. For example, T-shirts, get this, just $6. Why? Because fairness seems like a good quality to model. Pact wants kids to love their stuff too, so all of their clothes are crazy soft and tagless. Love the tagless with fun colors that allow kids to mix and match to make parent approved outfits. P.S. Pact also makes clothes in adult sizes too. Love it. So shop head to toe goodness for the whole family at wearpact.com. Use code where my mom's at to get 20% off your first purchase. That's w-e-a-r-p-a-c-t.com and the code WHEREMYMOM'SAT. my mom's at. Thank you, Pact. Oh, I love this. Okay. Uh, Long day at work, tough day at school, still stuck at the office. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. I love DoorDash. I use it a lot. (laughs) DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city and ordering is so easy. All you do, you download the app. You choose what you want to eat and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So you might find a new favorite too. With door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada, order from your local go-to's or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A and the cheese F- cheesecake factory not the cheese factory <laughs> I love that don't worry about dinner let dinner come to you with DoorDash right now My listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code WMMA. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the app store and enter promo code WMMA. Don't forget, that's promo code WMMA for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. Thank you, DoorDash. Okay, now back to the show. It's interesting because you actually, I was going to give you a question. So this Mm -hmm. woman says, I do too much. Um, But how do you have the conversation with the husband who needs to pick up the slack? Because let's say you've got a guy, let's say you're in a situation now where it's more traditional. He works, you're the stay-at-home mom. And you would like to have the roles be divided a bit equally. Now the the party line is, but he works and I know he's food for the family and I got to do it. So I can't
0: complain so mm, but you can because like his work's not 24 7 right so like let's just get that out because that's right. so frustrating and you know that's not fair so i think the conversation first should not happen whereas mom's is p.s yes the, that's what i was mom's that's what i was in. is 24 7 yes and never yeah. we don't get vacations we don't no, get girl yeah it's like oh we went to <laughs> disneyland yeah that's like more work did you <laughs> that was like a <laughs> retreat for work yeah
1: no, we're going on a vacation next week with the kids. It ain't no vacation. It's no vacation. It's just feeding your kids and trying to in get them in a different to sleep. area. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, but go no, ahead. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah.
0: So there's, I think first the conversation must happen when it's not in the moment. So no Ooh, good conversation key. starts with like you unloading the dishwasher and then bitching about doing it.
1: <laughs> Which is when everybody wants to have that. Always. That
0: they're fu- grunting quietly. Like, this so. is the fourth ah, time this week yeah. I've had to put this away. <laughs> son of a yeah, yeah. It never starts out good. So wait till it's not on, on front of mind. Uh-huh. So you're, you're,
1: maybe you're in a better, more loving place with him mm-hmm. emotionally.
0: You have more patience. You have more patience. And you will come out the gate in a better way to be received okay so do it when you're not pissed first second ahead of time write down your bullet points mm. so what are your main pain points is it groceries does mm. that is that what really gets you going like what is it that really starts because it's not the dishwasher we all know it's not that like last thing yeah isn't you know it's like right, right. that's number 10 it's I'm, been building yeah. up for like <laughs> two months yeah or two days doesn't matter but anyway yeah. so like what are your main pain points yeah what are some solutions that you have? Because you need to come to the table with some ways that it could be fixed.
1: Interesting. So
0: that could be like, hey, I really think that we should pay the $150 a year for Instacart or for Amazon Prime or whatever. And this is why. And that would really help. Or we need to have a housekeeper come and it would cost this much more a month. Because we're all on budgets. We all have things we got to do. So like come to the table with ideas or like I need you to pick up one meal an evening on your way home from work. Could you grab because i don't want to cook
1: how do you phrase that do you literally say i need you too mm-hmm.
0: it would be helpful for me if you could Ooh, did you hear that ladies it would be <laughs> let's practice mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Tom... pretend i mm-hmm. okay and i'm
1: gonna do it post-coital okay that's when i we're both most relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's when i know i have his ear mm-hmm. all the rage the the poison all... juice is out it's out mm-hmm I'm a, so I'm gonna recommend for the ladies. Okay, <laughs> she didn't say. I'm gonna I'm gonna yes and you on mm, this case. That's per- perfectly fine. Milk is milk him so mm-hmm. that he's empty and he's not rageful and he's t- and you get him <laughs> tired. That's when they're tired and vulnerable. Yep, they're calm. Susceptible. They're susceptible. Yep. Yeah. You have just done the magical thing, Tom. You know. Um, wait. Sorry. How do I start? I, I need you. No. No. How It really stresses me out when I have to cook dinner every night. How about we start out yeah, with like.
0: Could I just talk to you about something that's been bugging me?
1: Can I talk to Tom? That was really, your lovemaking was
0: amazing. <laughs> your dick is huge. you such Also. A, yeah. <laughs> Tom- Best sex of yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, yeah. P.S. <laughs> Tom, you, did your penis grow since this <laughs> last trip? Gosh, you're so strong and yeah, I know- So manly. How, mm. Yeah, your technique was really good. Can I talk to you about something? Yeah, good men mm-hmm. men get nervous when they hear can I talk to you about something? They yeah. go they go what? Wow. Oh, so it's shit. like, could I just tell you something's been bugging me? It's been bugging me and then he goes, "Yeah, sure." Mm-hmm. Sure. I'd be like, "Um, I feel like I've just I'm so over, overwhelmed mm-hmm. with the kids and stuff and that it's really hard for me to get dinner on the table every night, and I was mm-hmm. wondering if you could do dinner like one one five nights a week? <laughs> 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 like every night? <laughs> about like and how about like three nights a week would you mind picking up dinner
0: yeah on the way
1: home i really i need you
0: like, mm-hmm. how do I mm-hmm. say okay. um i need you to it would be like you know it would be really helpful for me you know, is really if you could
1: Yeah, you know it'd be really helpful for me is if you could pick up dinner three nights a week or mm-hmm. you could do dinner mm-hmm. whatever you want and don't complain right like if they do it you can't be like
0: you got this stuff no you'd yeah. be like it then it's like classic conditioning yeah, yeah, You go have to for be it. like, go. this I is amazing. This. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Maybe you could have sex again, just as like a, just to seal the deal, make sure that dinner's always coming. And then you're like, you just have to, you know, you can't be like, oh, you forgot the sauce. I wanted for the, mm, shut the, Mm-mm. just be glad it's here. Did you hear that? We have to like get it in a routine. Conditioning. Mm-hmm. You use the word, Nessie, this is so funny.
1: <laughs> because I use the analogy like Cesar Milan. This mm-hmm. is in my oh, special. Yeah. I use calm, assertive energies. I am the buck <laughs> leader. Mm-hmm. And you, it's a similar thing. You reinforce the good. Mm-hmm. Wow, thank you. That, sweetie, you've mm-hmm. got chicken and
0: macaroni and cheese. Oh my, the kids are going to... Ah. I love it. Oh my God, amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, you're just the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love you, sweetie. Thank yep. you. I'm so much happier. Yeah. And I'm so horny. This chicken is, I makes, don't, me, yeah. makes me so horny. Yeah, <laughs> food being delivered. Such a turn on. Can
1: I tell you, I, I literally started joking at my husband that way. You know what I started doing? Every time he took out the trash, I'd be like, Ooh, look at your biceps when mm-hmm. you take the trash Sexy. out. Yeah. I literally started doing it as a joke. It freaking knew I was joking with it. But then I think it it, works. it became real. Mm-hmm. And now I, re- I totally reward. Yeah, I you always reward. It. Yeah. We yeah. all want to be rewarded. And I have to say, and I know this sounds, this is very on PC and against the women's lib. You know what they really want? They want sex. They want the validation. Yeah, the of sexual, course. Sexual, because isn't it true that to a man that's the
0: biggest what is connection? It? Really, yeah. I think it's the best way you can. Not, it's not. I don't want to use the term like please a man because obviously, but it's yeah. more like that's the best way you can show love and support to your partner. To if a your partner male. is a man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what's the best way a man can show love and support to the woman? Listen. Yeah. And to
0: and to really listen and be heard. And, yeah. Not half-assed, like, you know, where the, it's oh, like, this, it. I'm just, it's I have my, to demonstrate. It's my dinner table. No, I know what you're uh-huh, doing. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 <sighs> <sighs> mm-hmm. Oh, God.
1: For those of you just listening, she's going to her iPhone
0: and scrolling. I'm yeah, I'm scrolling oh, through Instagram or something God. or that's emails my or, yeah. that's my, And you know what I do? I start talking. That's the thing. Yeah. And then they often won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, mission accomplished. Yep. That shut, shut up. her up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's been harping about that for six months. <laughs> true true story i love it okay so you
1: so let's recap okay don't talk to them when you're angry about the thing you're raging about mm-hmm. wait mm-hmm. until later preferably post-coital i mm-hmm. think that's just my strategy that's not katie's but we agree <laughs> it, that it's it, a good it's strategy. a good idea mm-hmm. um you, you 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 convey your stress but not in a shitty way like you don't do anything no don't here. blame no blaming no blame. language it's more like you know what i, I I'm stressed out Mm -hmm. you know would really help because men also like to help and like to fix so then you're giving them
0: and you're like already giving them that you're like this is what you could do to help yeah and fix this yeah and they're Mm like "Mm -hmm." oh yeah yeah, (laughs) they like that they love it
1: here's a solution Mm -hmm. because you've already thought the angles here's what you need to do to make mommy happy again exactly and then you get nookie and -hmm. and that's reinforcement Mm -hmm. the good things okay easy enough and That's no so
0: score, cool. no keeping score either. Like when you yeah. come to them, don't be like, well, I've done a seven. That never gets anybody anywhere. Don't start counting like, well, I've done dinner for three months and 12 days. And look, no, just be like, this is what I need. This is what's upsetting. And there's a res- resolution. Because I think in a
1: marriage, especially what we're talking about, how women do everything. You're mm-hmm. the chef, you're the psychologist or the, 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 the driver or whatever, the maid. The, the marriage is never equal. I think this is an illusion, yeah. yeah. <laughs> especially in the where we are in society. It's just, it's not, it's not happening yet.
0: No, and okay. I think the emotional, like that being a psychologist, like I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who has two kids and she's like, the emotional work that I do for the family. Mm. And nobody talks about that either. Like that's mm. just like a, oh, it, it's not like food or cleaning or making money, but it's like, that's a lot of labor too.
1: Yes. Well, that's what, it's funny. I saw an interview with Phyllis Diller and even she was saying, because at the end of the day, how the children are doing, it's mom's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks to the mother. Oh, yeah. Is Johnny fucked up? Is Johnny have mm-hmm. this problem? Is the kids, the kids aren't okay? Guess what? Guess whose problem that is? It's yeah. mom. So mom's got to keep all the stuff balanced. Yeah. That's nah, a lot of responsibility. That's why... What do you recommend to women? <laughs> and how do we, how do we, um, how do you deal? How do we deal with all this crap? I think we ask of, for help.
0: We ask for help. We delegate when we can outsource things. Outsource. Um, until you feel like you're able to do everything and you have time for yourself. Because mm-hmm. I know that people are like, oh, once you have kids, you never just have, you never get any time. You can make that time. Mm-hmm. Sure, that time can't be like, oh, a weekend away with my girlfriends. No. But it can be like, I'm going to go to dinner on my own <laughs> or I'm going to shower
1: 100 percent.
0: it can be like 100 you know have little moments to yourself throughout your day or th- once a week or whatever you need like we have to find a way to make time for what we need because there's always going to be something else to do always and there's always somebody else that'll ask us for something want something from us but you have to be able to say no so then boundaries would be the next thing is like okay so we've outsourced and we've told our husband, so we're delegating some things and we're feeling better don't fill those that better space with like other shit that you don't want to do
1: right
0: because we do that. We'll be like, oh, I've done this. Well, that means I can do more.
1: Uh-uh. No. Don't
0: fill a bullshit. No. If you want to sit down and watch a rerun of Law & Order SVU, then Go you fucking just fucking do, do it. it. Yeah. And maybe that could be a thing that you need from your husband. Yeah. That could be a need. And
1: by the way, you use the word need. Yeah. Not it's, want because uh-uh. it's, it's a need. And and fun is a need. I just learned that yeah. in the last few years. Um, fun is a need. Exercise is a need. Sex is a need. Mm-hmm. Um, eating well is it like these are needs yeah. in order to maintain right. Yeah. And your emotional life, you need to see. I need to see a shrink. Otherwise, yeah. The whole family's gonna fall apart. Mom's not okay. Guess yeah. What? No one's okay. Nobody's okay. Yeah. Because the truth is, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and the fucking truth is that mom is the head of the ship, man. Mm-hmm. We're the head of the ship. Yeah. You're the one that delegates the whole tone of the house. And if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody else happy. Nobody's happy. Ha- I mean, happy wife,
0: happy life isn't just a phrase for a reason. You know, it's like, that's the truth. Or like, what was it, my big fat Greek wedding when she's like, the man is the head, but the yeah. woman is the neck. <laughs> and she turns that head wherever she wants it to go. It's <laughs> like, true. It's true. But you're the leader and you got to take care of
1: yourself. Yeah. So you fucking lead your house, bitches. Go and do what you need to do, man. Yeah. So that you can
0: get back and lead tomorrow. Like, yes. we have to keep doing it so I it's like people I, I'm even guilty of this like trying to fill space and be like oh I should be busy or I should be doing I more know. no you're shooting all over it like just let yourself be if you need a break you need a break we're not robots no so
1: you know do you know Louise Hay she's no. dead oh, no. oh Louise El Hay um, uh, she's a hippy dippy lady she oh I like Hay her already radio <laughs> yeah and she's she, I do this meditation she, uh, she goes eliminate the word should from your vocabulary mm-hmm. throw it in the dumpster never to come back again she talks all the time. I love time. it. That was part yeah. of my therapy when I was yeah. a teen, it
0: was like not shitting on things. Because she's like, you mean, should shouldn't. on yourself. Like, I should be I insert should, thing. Mm. I should be happier. I should be better. I oh. should do more. I should want to see my kids. I should want to should. do it. Like, yeah. Versus, no, what do I really want to do? And why do I feel pressure to do these things? Mm-hmm. And is that pressure internal or external? Because mm-hmm. internal, we can 100% control.
1: Right. Yeah, and if I don't want to be with my kids, (laughs) why? Like, what's going on right now? Does mommy need? Is there a need not being Probably, Mommy
0: probably needs alone time. Alone time. Because to give. Oh, it's a constant give machine. And you get exhausted. You have to refill. It's like you can't pour Mm -hmm. from an empty pitcher and expect shit to come out of it. No.
1: 100%. Yeah, even just going to get my nails did. I oh, do that. I, I did that away. yesterday. I feel Sorry. so fancy. But I hadn't <laughs> I had done go. it in
0: like a month and a half. And I was like, Say. I feel like a dugabor. I can't even get my shit together. Like a what? Oh, a dugabor. What's that? I don't know. It's a term my dad used to a use. A dugabor? It means just like not put together a mess, <laughs> like a total run amok. Was he American? Uh, we're Polish. A dugabor. Was Is that it a Polar? I or? have no idea. My dad was full of weird words. Yeah. But it was funny. The other, like it was like last year, this person came up to us and was talking about we are talking about f- weird phrases, and I'd said something about Dugabor, and he was like, "I think that's a type of people." Oh. <laughs> and I was like, "That's offensive." Yeah, but like, so was my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if yeah. you know what it is, leave it oh, in the comment. Oh, comments. Yeah, oh.
1: Uh, it's a, it's Russian.
0: Oh but well, we were the, Polish. So the Dugabors way. or Duborsky. Mm, a religious group.
1: A spiritual Christian religious group of Russian origin there are many not Nah. But I bet you he meant it like a schlub. Oh, they're pacifists. Like a dirty That's gypsy. what he
0: meant, like, a, like nah, a schlub. Like a a schlub. <laughs> they rejected the well, Russian Orthodox. That's Hung- so funny. Yeah,
1: this, nah, this is not what, that, there's no way. But my uh, uh, in, our, in Hungarian, it's a porost, which is like a dirty peasant. Mm-hmm. You look like a dirty porost. Yeah, so that's you how like I felt. Porost. A porost. A A dirty porost. <laughs> so
0: before we go, I'm going to backtrack because <laughs> I did not, I... Okay, when choosing a therapist, male or female, does it matter? It matters to me. So if it matters to you, then it matters. This is not time to be PC. Do you want them to be old, young, white, black, whatever? Pick a person that fits for you. I mm-hmm. like an old hippie lady.
1: Oh, Louise Hay, you got to look her up. She'd be right up my you ass. I was really like, I like, like her already. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's fantastic. So pick what works for you. So you. you're
1: saying whatever you feel like you, who, who you think you'd be responsive to. If yes. If your ideal... To,
0: Close your eyes and think ideal therapist. It mm-hmm. should be, yeah. Because we all Go have pick. a picture in our mind about what it looks like. 100%. So pick somebody that fits that picture.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny? One time I saw a therapist and uh, he was like a roly poly older white guy with a beard and he looked like Santa. Ooh. And he had white Velcro shoes. Oh. And mm-hmm. like, thank <laughs> you. Thank you, Katie Ward for your disdain for him as well. Because I felt if this man doesn't know how to dress himself.
0: If he needs Velcro shoes.
1: I mean, he looked at and He had terrible jeans on. I'm like, if this asshole doesn't know how to dress himself, how's he going to tell me how to live my life? Yeah, that's like if he walked out of his mom's
0: basement to meet you. You're like, and you're 50 year, What's happening? Yes,
1: bro. How like, are you
0: going to help me in my life when your life seems in shambles? That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Like You, you <laughs> want to you want to go with
1: somebody that presents themselves in a manner in which you aspire to be. Yeah, like, right. That's, dress for that's, the job you
0: want. <laughs> His Allah. job is therapy. He wants to dress like a yeah, therapist. I mean,
1: he dressed like a gnome, like a garden gnome. I'm like, yeah. no. Nah. Okay, I have some questions for you that I would yes. like you to answer. Of course. This one, uh, this one I have, this is a personal one too. I was just, I had a mom friend over. We discussed this. Okay. One topic I love you discuss having an irrational fear about getting some sort of sickness and leaving your kids behind at a young age. I have a pain here or there, and I instantly go to the thought that I'm going to die and leave my kids without a mother. Maybe you could have a psychologist slash counselor <laughs> or whatever to discuss this.
0: Yeah. I have, I have it all the time. Existential angst. I think it's anxiety.
1: That would make sense. Because it's
0: worry, right? Mm. And it doesn't even have like a real, I mean, kind of there's a trigger like, oh, oh my back. Oh my God, I could have cancer and I could, you know, like I get yeah. it, but it. there's really no real reason. We're almost like spinning it into something that it doesn't need to be. Oh. Which is probably a couple of things. It's probably anxiety driven. Yeah and it's also just the intense pressure of being a mom mm. because they can't live without me. Mm. And that's the story you're telling yourself. And like I could leave them and they could be destitute. It's like this, we're just allowing like in anxiety disorders, there's OCD, obsessive uh-huh. compulsive disorder. Yep. Now you're speaking my language. And part of OCD is like intrusive thoughts.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's, that's the tragedy. Of, that's the intrusive thought. Oh my mm. gosh. Could you want to hear mine? Oh uh-huh, yes. Cause I have course. a, I have generalized anxiety disorder. That's okay. so what I was diagnosed after postpartum depression mm-hmm. number two. And, um, yeah, my thought is um, I probably have cancer right now. I'm not going to go um, get my physical because I'm, I'm probably going to get diagnosed with cancer. I'm going to die. And then my husband is going to remarry a 20-year-old yoga instructor. And then she's not going to love my kids as much as I do. And then they're going to be raised by this dummy 20-year-old. And
0: there you go. That's a whole fantasy. And that's it. Boom. Period. End of story. End of story. Yeah. OCD. Yeah really anxiety anxiety yeah Yeah. because it's all this umbrella of anxiety disorders and then ocd is one of them and also it's part of just like negative thought spirals that we get into right which is kind of like that depression that like hangs out and like fucks our shit up yeah 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 that's just like all dark right but intrusive thoughts are always dark they're usually violent or sexual in nature oh so don't think that like you're a bad person or you're creating these thoughts as part of your mental illness sexual thoughts Mm -hmm. dark sexual thoughts well, it could be like, oh, what if I just ran over this person on the sidewalk? Or what if I drove my car off this bridge? Or what if I had sex with that barista dude?
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> I think those, I think weird thoughts constantly. Everybody <laughs> does, but nobody says anything. There's like, oh, don't tell
0: anybody about that.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I do it. I do. T- that's so funny because mm-hmm. on airplanes, I'll see men walking down the mm-hmm. aisle and I'll be like, I wonder if I could love him. <laughs> Wonder if i could love him no and then i'll find like a cosmetic reason why i don't love them
0: <laughs> everybody does stuff like that oh that's so funny i didn't know that yeah, yeah and
1: then you feel like an alien and you're like you don't share
0: yeah you're like Ooh, i'm creepy you yeah. know creep myself <laughs> out <laughs> yeah
1: intrusive but 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 the label intrusive is when they're what persistent and they bother you
0: or yeah they're bothersome you don't like them if you like them then that's a different that's like oh, i like, like them then, then that's ocpd which is like oh. obsessive compulsive personality disorder so oh, in yeah, in psychology we talk about ego syntonic meaning feels good i like it like people with bipolar disorder tend to sometimes like yes the elevation in those. mood not always but sometimes but then it can be ego dystonic where you're like fuck this. What is this? I don't like this. Why am I having this again? Mm. And I'm a creep or like, why did I think that? That's weird. Hmm. Don't mm. tell anybody. <clears throat> pretend to be normal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did that a long time.
1: I, I'm normal. I'm great. And yeah. then the shame um, that comes with it as well. Yeah. Of like,
0: oh, I'm just doing great. Mm-hmm. Doing fine. I'm-. Yeah. Holding it together. Just barely, <laughs> but nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> ah, It's fun
1: being a human, isn't it? it? It's so, yeah. Always changing. What the fuck? Okay, this one's great. So have I, her talk to somebody. So uh, she should sorry. talk to somebody. You should talk to somebody about your existential um maternal angst if that's I just diagnosed. Mm-hmm. You find some kind of um anxiety. Yeah, I talk to a
0: therapist. It could be part of like OCD anxiety disorders as a whole or depression, potentially like postpartum. 100 mm-hmm. percent oh also i was going to ask you what should mm-hmm. somebody do if they live in a rural area online therapy is great mm. um there's like i think it's talk space and better help are both good options um they match you with someone and then you can see some even if you like live in a like i grew up in a really small town i tried to find my mom a therapist and they're all like either christian <laughs> i mean no offense <laughs> i mean <laughs> no, if that's your stick don't worry i don't that's think your stick. So listen <laughs>
1: We're all strictly devil worshippers on my show. <laughs> Witches and Satanists.
0: Perfect. Just my audience. And Jews. Okay. go ahead. <laughs> so so you might not find someone that's a good fit for you because you're yeah. like, oh, I just don't want to like pray before a session. That's yeah. weird. It's not my my, not my, my thing. deal. And even if you are Christian, you might be like, I don't want that in therapy. Awesome. Yeah, true. So online's a great resource.
1: Okay. So there you have it. So there's no excuse to not be in therapy. Basically, you heard it from her. Get yeah. online go do talk space or with one better, help. better help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, there's no excuse not to get your life. Just talk to somebody. There's no shame in the game. What are people afraid of? Why don't they want to go? What's the fear?
0: Um, I guess there's a lot of things. Stigma, first of all, something's wrong with me. I must be crazy. That's, you know, don't want to get help. Also, what if they really like (laughs) one of my friends, husbands is a psychiatrist and he's like, if I go, my whole world could unravel. If he goes, the psychiatrist goes. I know. We're He's right. We're, we can be even honestly. <laughs> right. That's why it's important to find a good therapist or mental health professional. Because yeah. we can be super messed up. Really? Like people can get into therapy to either fix their own shit, mm. aka bad therapist, mm. or they can get in to help others, aka good therapist. Mm-hmm. So people worry that when they go into therapy, it's gonna like pull that string and their whole life is gonna unravel. And you're like, no, it it puts things in perspective and helps you work towards goals of being a better you. You know, you go to the doctor and you get a physical to see how things are going. Shouldn't we go in to see how our brain is going since it's like the hard drive of our body? But you're right in that you have to trust somebody who's responsible for. Because
1: there is an unraveling. If you if you're in in good therapy, you slowly kind of unpack whatever, don't you think,
0: is going down? What's been like all stuffed down into a nasty ball of hate and anger. (laughs) Hate and anger. A (laughs) hundred percent.
1: Everything's fine. And then... um, (laughs) but then you need somebody who's able to also patch like kind of yeah. put
0: you together and i feel like it's like tearing a, a piece of work of art apart and then putting it together to make a whole different piece right it's oh my like gosh. you like un- you take it apart and then you put it back together it's a great analogy because that's the what toilet. therapy is yeah. that's what my lady did to me oh my yeah. god and it can be so wonderful that's the thing it's oh super god. rewarding god.
1: I uh, would I would be a mess if it weren't for this lady. I've been seeing her for almost a decade, dude. Wow. Yeah. I was a mess. I didn't even realize. And like, she saved my life. So, for anybody listening, like, if you think, oh, there's no way I'm too messed up, no, just go. Yeah. It's going to take so long. Well, what else are you doing? I and know. you're sitting there
0: full of anxiety and depression. You're miserable already. You got nothing to lose. People are like, oh, it's, it can be so expensive. They work on a sliding <laughs> scale. You can ask. Yeah. Also, what else do you spend your money on? Yeah. You spend probably like $200 on a pair of shoes. That or, could have got you like four sessions yeah. of therapy. Or whatever behavior you're probably acting out. You're probably gambling, drinking, mm-hmm. sexing, or whatever. Yeah, overshopping. The... Yeah. So overspending is the number one. Drinking your drugs. Yeah. Sex or no sex. Potentially ruining relationships. Mm-hmm. Booze. Yeah. Coke. But whatever the
1: heck it is that you're mm-hmm. doing to medicate yeah. instead of going to treat it's yourself. It's cheaper. Therapy's cheaper. cheaper. 100%. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, 100%. And You you have the rest of your life. Why are you being miserable? Okay, so this one I get a lot too. Uh, This one says, I'm struggling so much to feel any amount of joy Mm. regarding my pregnancy. I'm halfway through my pregnancy and I wish I could have a do-over. I don't want to do it anymore. I have a six-year-old who is legitimately the coolest guy ever and I have a really great husband who loves us, but I'm 23 weeks pregnant and I just feel completely overwhelmed. And extremely sad whenever I think about the new edition. Oh, boy. So there's a lot of backstory,
0: too. Yeah. And I mean, do, you my, wanna, do you need uh, a lot more? I mean, I, I, could, I could get a little more. Let my me see. first pregnancy. Here, read it. You read it. Yeah. Read out loud. Okay. Sorry. I'm like <laughs> reading quick, like speed reading. Like, let me get caught up. Okay. My first pregnancy was so easy. I was so excited for the baby. I struggled with breastfeeding, but overall felt never felt any baby blues. Hmm. Felt like motherhood was for me six years later I'm like, oh it's a different type of pregnancy uh. so I'm always exhausted throwing up constantly in pain oh. and don't have the energy to show my husband love at all I cringe when he wants to touch me okay so um I think so it's just really uncomfortable and I um it's like when I think about feeding the baby I just cry breastfeeding was so hard back when they had no other things to. she had nothing else to worry about but now it's like everything's hard so then what and I think there's a couple of things first of all allowing yourself to feel how you feel and not fighting it Mm. because feelings are like waves and like if you just like ride them out it'll be fine like oh i'm feeling worried i'm feeling overwhelmed i'm in pain i'm not comfortable that's all okay what she's telling herself is it's not okay Mm. and that like is when you like try to have ever has anybody ever tried to surf yeah, I've tried them. Horrible. It's so hard, and you like almost drown, right? Yeah, and it's You're like, I'm, so I'm hard. doing this on purpose for some reason, yeah. and you like try to swim against the wave uh-huh, to get under it. yeah. And that's like what she's doing. She's like fighting against the feelings, like, oh, I should be joyful. I should, uh-huh, should, 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 should. So instead, be like, this pregnancy is different, and I'm uncomfortable with that, and that's okay. And it's okay. You know, there's this lovely, you know, Ram Dass. He's a hippy dippy. <laughs> uh-huh. He talks about allowing the
1: the emotion to go through you to pass through you to be porous to be we don't have to react to it
0: correct you don't have to judge because it's a judgment on the feeling a hundred percent that's what that's the killer well and that's the what causes more pain yeah because if we're like oh i feel sad oh i shouldn't Mm. i'm such an asshole Mm. i don't have the right to whatever then we feel worse about it then we have this other feelings it's like that feeling had babies versus like it's just a feeling I feel this way. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody feels this way. Or what
1: I do is not feel the feeling. I'll try to avoid. I'll numb it out. (laughs) I'll numb it out or I'll get anxious. Oh, yeah. So instead I'll go into anxiety. You're like
0: tiptoeing around it. You're like, Uh it doesn't exist. (laughs) What? (laughs) And your brain's like, it totally exists. And here it is. great. I got to shop on Amazon. I got to get more diapers. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I got to stockpile supplies. Yeah. Like I go (laughs) into. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 The
1: kid's okay. I got to check out that. Yeah. So for this,
0: I think, um, Journaling could help, which sounds really hokey-bajokey or weird, but it's like helpful just to get it out. Mm-hmm. And then I would encourage her to write, start tracking her feelings. She can get on Google, look up feelings charts. These things are amazing. Feelings
1: charts. Mm-hmm. Ooh.
0: It's like list. So if some people have trouble, like, what am I feeling? I don't even know.
1: 100% all yeah. the time. Oh, there
0: they are. There they are. And so you can like print one out. I like, there's one that's like a big circle and it has a ton of them not that i expect you to like find it on the fly but there's like these the, yeah that big color yeah yeah yeah, yeah that one's a good that one. one's good i've seen that one and also. so the ones on the outside are usually easier mm-hmm. for you to and the ones in the middle are the hardest and they're like this the spawns of them see how sad comes out to like you know depressed lonely and then isolated so it's like what builds from it and those are your core so anyway i really like that one but print those out and then start noticing and checking off like circle the feelings each day and then once you write why that feeling's okay like Why it's okay. yourself, yeah.
1: Well, and they can be irrational. Your your yes. feelings can you be... You can look for
0: evidence to support it because it might not even be there. Oh, that's interesting. Like, my husband doesn't love me. What evidence do you have for that? Probably not anything. And the, But the feeling is legit. Mm-hmm. However, the reality doesn't confirm the doesn't, truth of it. You that don't that have to judge, like, a, judge it. it. It's it. the judgment that we're looking at. Oh. We're actually looking at the judgment and being like, does that need to be there? The answer is no. No. But yeah, so th- that can kind of help. I think that should probably help her. Yeah. Because every... We all know every experience is different just because one pregnancy was easy doesn't mean the other one's going to be also when we have another child that's depending on on us already it can be even harder the second child it can be so exponentially harder people are like moving from one child means i still have some you know semblance of my life and the way it used to be having two (laughs) you're like fuck this i come out
1: This is all I am. I'm just a parent. A hundred percent. Well, people ask me all the time, "What's it like going from one to two? Should I have a second child?" I'm like, I cannot answer "should" for you. No, you have to make your own decision. Yeah, but I can tell you that you're really all in. Like, if you yeah. don't mind staying home and you don't know mind the kid, I have a kid
0: compound. I don't leave the damn house. Well, yeah, because I love you, it. Yeah, <laughs> but, that, but that's the thing. You you chose it and you right. like it. and It's yeah. just part of your life, right? And yes. like. But some people think, oh, I can still do everything. No, boo-boos. No, no, no. No, you, you cannot. have two other humans that depend on you. Yeah. And that's, what are you going to do with them when you're gone? Just have a nanny raise them? That sucks, too. A lot too. of people do that, too. But yeah. that's like not, yeah, that's not always the best.
1: Well, I've heard the saying, pay now or pay later with your kids. You gotta oh, put the time oh in true. And put it, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's some real shit right there. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. That's why mama's home. Mm-hmm. My ass is home. <laughs> I'm there, man. Yeah. I am fucking there. Okay, hold on. Let's see. And
0: thanks for whoever sent that in. The backstory that was helpful.
1: Yes. Okay. Let's do this. Oh, this one's interesting. Um, Hi, Christine. I want to know what your thoughts are on moms that smoke weed. Cannabis has always helped me a ton with my patience. I'm naturally a very stressed slash anxious person, and weed really helps. Love the show and love you, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. What do you think,
0: Doc? I think having a real conversation with your children about what that is and why you're doing it is where you have to start. I think Mm. people are afraid to talk to kids about drugs, alcohol, sex, um, depression, mental illness in general, but kids don't have any judgment like we do. Think about it that way. If you tell a kid like, mommy's just sad because like life has been hard and so (laughs) I'm going to have to take a nap because I'm just, I'm sad. Don't you ever get sad? They'd be like, yeah, I do. Okay. There's no judgment just is so true it just is we are the ones that are like oh we're gonna make them they're gonna think this thing no right Mm -mm. if you just speak honestly and openly with children they'll deal it'll be okay if we don't they tell themselves stories to make sense of what's going on and they'll blame themselves yes i did something that made mommy mad and that's why she's taking a nap versus mommy had a hard day at work and she's sad so Mm. she's gonna nap Wait, now,
1: but I'm saying smoke weed. No, I was just saying like conversations. Oh, but what about I was weed? Taking a, a I think it's okay to particular. say like,
0: this helps mommy relax. This isn't for kids because right. this is only an adult thing. Mm-hmm. As long as it's legal where she is. I mean, cause we don't want to bring any of that into the, uh, into the was, works no no but in is, california yeah in california washington um, colorado but yeah.
1: do you th- do you have any concerns about the parent being kind of checked out when it depends if
0: there's th I mean, well i guess it is oh. i mean it depends on what she means like what type it is like cbd oil as long as the she THC. can still be present right i think that's fine okay. but if it does if it is it's like drinking with your kids if it does put right. you out then it's not appropriate to do around children if it puts you out but just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't Oh, get no. drunk or smoke weed like if she yeah. needs to do that sometimes and the husband's taking care she's like i got to take a break love you <laughs> this is us breaking up the duties yeah you're gonna have to deal with dinner i'm gonna go chill out for a bit yeah then that's fine yeah but i think there is like a responsibility factor yeah. definitely
1: so I'm, I'm so in other words um let's say it's 2 p.m mom's smoking a doobie and hanging out with the kid <laughs> like probably not that no. level Mm-mm.
0: of like i'm super high but it's like a conversation with your spouse mm. about your also, if it's, like, your anxiety, you she say, oh, patience. I She's think, and stressed and anxious. I think talking to a therapist could be helpful because this is just numbing out the issue. It's not fixing the issue. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, taking medication, Yeah. Um, having a conversation with your spouse, making sure you're not the only, like, the only caregiver around when you're doing that, yes. just being responsible, yeah, being be a responsible. parent, and then just doing it. I don't have any problem with parents smoking weed or, but as long as they're either with it or not in charge of the kids yeah Is i agree clear? I, no no <laughs> don't it, smoke weed and try to care for your children if it puts right you It'd be, It'd be able to handle like a, a you know whatever okay yeah I but i think you. it's fine
1: now this one's interesting um hold on hold on
0: also, I think there's just a lot of judgment around what moms can and cannot do. Like all of a sudden, you're a mom, and like all your underwear, like don't go up your butt anymore, and they're like full coverage, and then like your pants go up to your belly button, and then you're. Know. You it's have like, to shop at the Gap. It's yeah, a, it's, all of a sudden you just lose card. all sex appeal <laughs> and just turn into a blob. No, we did
1: this question. We asked a guy how to pose. Wait, hold on. There was one I had. I wanted to ask you. What the frick? One, joy. No, we did that. Sorry. Hold on. It's okay. On. No, I don't want you. That's a bummer. (laughs) Oh, here's one that you could know about. This was fucking interesting. Okay. So you treat patients that have borderline personality disorder in your practice. Do you want to just quickly run through it for people maybe who don't know what it is? Yeah. Borderline
0: borderline personality disorder is um, a pervasive mental illness, meaning it affects us most days, like almost all the time. And it's born usually out of trauma, um, but it can come from a lot of different reasons. Its main component is like fear of abandonment. Mm. So they do a lot of what's called splitting, which is like black and white. You're either all good or you're all bad. So you do something that doesn't isn't good for them and it hurt their feelings instead of being like, hey, that hurt my feelings. They feel everything really intensely. So they'll be like, you're a horrible person. I hate you. Mm. And so it's these these extremes. And that can be really difficult A for the person with borderline personality disorder and the people involved in relationships with them. I think Extremely that's like difficult. in a, and they can be really impulsive. There's a lot of other symptoms right. to it, but impulsivity, overeating, overeating, overspending, eating, mm-hmm. spending drugs, what all that stuff. Yeah, they're
1: basically like super fun. So, <laughs> so this, this person writes in co-parenting with somebody that has borderline personality. Mm-hmm. He writes in so my ex-wife has borderline personality disorder. I had to get out of the marriage because of the abuse it comes with. I drew the line at physical abuse. So now we're going through a divorce, which is super fun. We also have a three-year-old son. (laughs) Sounds so fun. Sounds rad, yeah. And (laughs) co-parenting is going surprisingly well. Mm -hmm. But I am noticing things coming out of my son that are concerning. For instance, I will be sitting or reading, or maybe just on my phone, and he will rush over to me and ask, Daddy, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you okay?" I have mm-hmm. never given him a reason to do that, which means my ex is probably bursting into tears or doing something that is making him ask if she's okay. I know eventually she will abandon her mom duties, which is fine. I would, love it ju- uh, I would love it to just be my son and I and give him a sporting chance to not take the potential damage she can inflict. Until then, any tips on how to help my son and curb his absorption of her BPD traits? Andre.
0: Yeah, c- Talk talk to your child because the thing about uh, people with BPD can get better and can get help but they have to want to and it doesn't sound like this particular person is wanting to Mm. and to you know implode and explode your marriage I guess that speaks volumes, especially physical abuse like it's gotten to an an, a very dangerous point so I think communicating with your son about asking questions being curious that's okay and then giving him the space and time he needs to express things to you so Mm. if something's going on and, and he comes up to you and he's like, what's, Dad, what's wrong? Oh my God, what's happening? And be like, I'm fine. What would make you think that something was wrong? Right. Just be curious because that will tell them more about like what's going on to be like, what'd your mom do? Yeah. Because that, the kids get defensive and then they feel like they're put in the middle and we don't want to create that dynamic, especially because if that if the child takes that and tells the mom, I can see that only That's being bad. That's
1: bad news. Yeah.
0: So I think it's just uh, communicating, letting them know, seeing what's going on learning and then having conversations about like oh I just enjoy some time alone sometimes that doesn't mean something's wrong you know I'll tell you if something's wrong Mm -hmm. and then then communicate in that way so I think it's just like talking to your kids again I think people are sometimes afraid to communicate but communicate to them in the way if you can for a minute put yourself in their position and that age of you if you can go back in that be like what would I have wished my parents had done and my answer 99% of the time is talk to me
1: yeah just explain. tell me what it. the fuck
0: is going on but
1: explain but explain it in a way they understand obviously yeah. not like hey your mom's a borderline mom has borderline totally. personality disorder she's mentally what, what should he say like mommy has uh,
0: mental it problems? depends if it depends if they've talked about it or not i'd probably just say oh mommy's a little more sensitive than i am so that's oh. that's why i'm not as easily upset
1: that's a good that's a good way to explain that to a kid
0: because also it's still their mom
1: right and that's the
0: tricky thing with parenting too is because even if your parents suck. They're yeah. still your parents, <laughs> and that's like, it's good and it's fucking bad. Yeah, you know. Not
1: talk to my shrink about that. <laughs> I've been unpacking that for a fucking decade. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, how do you explain death to children? I that's, think you're honest about cool. it. What is that? So, what? For instance, my my family dog died uh, a couple months back. I think you, you say.
0: I think you say that um, whatever. If you're religious, then you go into that spiel. But I think if you're not, you just say. that, yeah, the dog got older. It got hit by a car and it didn't survive, and it's really sad. And again, going back to the fact that people are like, oh, I don't want kids to be sad, and like, no, kids have feelings. Let them yeah. feel the feelings and be like, I'm really and then express your stuff. Like, I'm really sad, mm-hmm. and that was really hard. And I'm gonna miss the dog. Are you gonna miss the dog, or how do you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, but do
1: you say death? Like, do you explain the concept of death? Like, he's never coming back like what do you
0: i, d- I think it depends on the age because i don't know three i don't i know and i don't think he'd <laughs> no, understand the understand. concept
1: i just said doggy heaven and we're going to miss him and yeah you could say sad. doggy heaven he went to a place so yeah we're not we're gonna
0: you know. yeah just don't be like oh he's in a like my parents are like he ran away that's what they used to that's always it, say or like it. oh he's <laughs> in a farm in nebraska like what yeah. come on now like why can't he just come back exactly yeah kids are like what because that doesn't make yeah. any sense yeah so just give them enough information be like yeah he, you could say he died i said he got really old and sick yeah. yeah and then he's no longer with us now he died you could say died yeah, but dying. i wouldn't get into a whole conversation about what death is right because i don't think at three they could actually mm. understand like uh object permanence and oh stuff. right do you know oh, right like, right think right. of developmentally like them understanding they know that if you go away you'll come back but i don't think they understand like spiritual world you Ab- know no like, souls and, but maybe at yeah. like i don't know eight, ten, you could start having m- real conversations where you could just say like they got sick and they died and that means that they're not here they're anymore. Not, died
1: means they're not coming back. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. And, right. and I think died. that's okay. Don't. I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think you did a good job. Doggy heaven, they're not here. And and then you can just let them f- express what they want to feel.
1: I'm sad. A hundred percent. And I always tell them we're very sad, aren't you? You know, I'm sad. We're going to miss him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad. It just so sad. That it's not a Because feelings are not... Uh, the problem it's when you don't talk about that shit exactly okay what about this i get a lot of people saying things to me like uh well first of all yeah oh oh, i had someone write in asking um they're 15 they have a 15 year old son and the Mm -hmm. grandmother is dying and he wants to be a part of the death Mm-hmm. Of the grandmother is that acceptable? Yeah. A teenager can deal with death.
0: Yes. Okay. And I think even more so, especially because teenagers. I mean, do you remember what it was like to be a teenager? I do. I hated I it. I fucking hated it. I hated it. it. But yeah. it's because we're our hormones. We feel so much. Yeah. It's the point in our life when I think that we are the most like sensitive. Yeah. And so more than any other time, let your child participate because mm-hmm. I think it's really important for them to feel and validate how they feel.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm having a hard time too. I want to cry too, and that's okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and letting them be part of it is probably part of their own healing. Yeah. So, oh, that's
1: interesting. Okay, and they're capable. Yeah. Uh, what about the question I get a lot, which is um, my parents are pieces of shit. They're mm-hmm. not involved in our children's lives at all, but so-and-so is getting old and dying, oh, and God. they want to see the kid, and I want them to know their grandparent or something, mm-hmm. even though the grandparent has no interest and has been a piece of shit. Like, what is that all about always? <laughs>
0: Guilt. Yeah. Is that Irish Catholic guilt? I'm just kidding. Yeah,
1: I know. I think you're right. <laughs> like you should want mm-hmm. to I have should, grandparents. We to, should have
0: this relationship. Things should be normal. They should be good people. Yeah. We can't control that. I think if, I mean, only do it if you think it's helpful and healthy. Right. If it's not one of those things, if it's just out of guilt, I know... People talk about regrets and everything, but you only have regrets if you allow yourself to judge behaviors that you maybe didn't think about. So you're thinking about it. What do you mean? Sorry. Like when you do things that you like do impulsively, let's say, or without much thought, people have regret about those things because Uh, they didn't give it much thought. But you're giving this thought and you're like, hey, they're kind of pieces of garbage. (laughs) They did a shit job raising me. I'm doing my best with my kids. I don't really want them to see my kids. Yeah. Trust your instincts yeah and no then, judgment just because they're about to die doesn't mean all of a sudden they have access to you
1: i agree or just the idea that just because you're blood related doesn't mean they should have access to the like you don't want to be around them so why would you want your
0: kids to be around them i know that's the thing like i i don't have children but i can imagine i'd be even more intensely protective if i had like with i mean i'll put myself in positions where i'm like this person's an asshole but like children no Mm-mm. Damn, no no get the heck out of but, here yeah
1: what about uh, it's Christmas time mm-hmm. and uh, crazy Aunt Stacy's coming over and maybe she's got a little mental problems too. Mm-hmm. How, what do you do with that? And she's going to stay with us for a couple days.
0: Okay. Um, and, talk with your children ahead of time. Okay. And talk to them openly like, yeah, she has a mental illness if, if you know. Um, it makes her, she's a little loud or she, she cries a lot and just know that that's just part of what she's dealing with. <laughs> <It's 100% accurate. laughs> she yeah. drinks yes. and we know alcohol is not good, right. but she, you know, and just be honest Yeah. as much as you can and then be like, so, you know, we're just going to give her space. Right. Just give that's her, what her space. That's why I tell your children, just give her your space give because space. you want them to not be around as much as possible. Oh, that's a great if, if she's idea. having a hard time, I don't know how crazy this. Wait, like, if you Aunt see Stacey her, is. if you see her crying, <laughs> or if you see that she's in, mm-hmm. a, in
1: a mood, just give her some space.
0: Yeah. So they're not potentially upset by you know. Get out of here. What Ugh. do you want? Or, Lord only knows. God, I hate everything. Okay. <laughs> Family's hard. Family's really it's fucking hard. Fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, um, how do you feel about people having sex with their kids in the same room? Like No, babies. no.
0: People do that. They email me and they're like, me. I mean, baby, baby. Like if they can't, they don't know they have a belly button, right. they're not gonna know you're having sex.
1: But I'm talking in like five, mm. I get emails where they're like, our five-year-old's asleep and we started banging and then he woke up and it, I ruined my orgasm because of it. It's like, wait, what? Right? No,
0: get, okay. another, get another room. Get a room, literally, <laughs> okay, what of about, your own. What about nudity in front of your kids? I don't think it matters until they're old enough to know. Which is that age?
1: What um, age is that?
0: I mean, they'll probably start to get curious around like four or five asking what things are. Yeah. That's fine. That's like natural curiosity. But I think after that age, you should probably, you know, like if you had a daughter, she could still eat, shower, you know, see you naked, whatever. But I wouldn't put her with your sons and your husband. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. So my sons shouldn't see my hooters uh, I mean, this, I mean, he's only three.
0: Curious, I yeah. give him a couple of years and then. Yeah.
1: Can I, what, what age do you stop listening to Howard Stern in front of your
0: babies? Mm, put your headphones in. Um, even at baby age, once they start talking, talking, yeah. I <laughs> Cause agree. then they can I, that's say That's about stuff. when I stopped. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, oh, Baba Booey. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, oh
1: shit. Uh, my first, my kids' first words were hidden with behind. <laughs> um, okay. I think that's it. You guys, uh, do you have anything else you would like to add to moms or anything you feel like we didn't cover not really. I felt like I just wanted to suck all the juice <laughs> out of having I you here. I can come back. Please come back. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. I, can see, feel like I come forget back. that. I forget that. Like you're a local person. You yeah. can be here. Um, thank you so much for being yeah, here, of course. Katie. Thanks for having me. Check out her YouTube channel, guys. And she really has covered like every topic under the sun. And if she hasn't for some reason, can can they email you? And they can. You're on the socials. I'm on
0: Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Everywhere that you can find me, just Katie Morton katie morton on me m-o-r-t-o-n also pick up her book are you okay
1: i highly recommend it it's an easy read it's accessible there's not going to be a lot of just stuff you're not going to get which it's is just like I my channel kind of i yeah. wrote
0: i wrote it all myself i know i love it some, it was very lit, yeah. cool
1: you're very talented wow. very, very everything i love you Katie. Love, love
0: you <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for being here mommy yeah thanks for having me Meow. <laughs> Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's at